Hey there, ladies and germs, Matt Cohen here, and if you're like me, you like to keep abreast of all the cool and hip things happening with, you know, the kids in society, and today, if you look on the internet, or if you browse through a periodical, you'll see stuff like, uh, WikiLeaks, very, very, very hot, Miley Cyrus, everyone knows who she is, and Charlie Sheen. Well, I'll tell you what's cooler than all three of those things combined, Golden Apple Comics, that's right, Golden Apple Comics, serving the Hollywood area for over 25 years. They are located on Melrose Avenue in the heart of all things Hollywood. You can check them out at goldenapplecomics.com. And let me tell you why they're so cool, folks. They got everything. They got comic books, they got t-shirts, they got action figures. Um, They have crazy exclusive events. They sponsor this little podcast, so you know, kudos to them. Uh, and and here's why they're better than Charlie Sheen. They don't hit women. You know what I mean? Well, some of the character, uh, some of the characters in the store hit women, but those women have superpowers and are evil. So it, it's allowed. I mean, some of them don't have superpowers, like Harley Quinn or whatever. She's just evil. Eh, you know, that's a questionable. Maybe Batman hits women. Now that I think about that. Maybe Batman does hit women. You know what you should do? You should go to Golden Apple Comics or GoldenAppleComics.com, buy yourself some Bat books, and do a little bit of Sherlocking for yourself. Find out if Batman is a horrible, horrible, misogynistic uh, woman beater, or those gals deserved it. Um, this was a weird place to go with this commercial. We don't condone anything like that. We only condone fun and comic books and Golden Apple Comics, and that's where you should be headed right now. Before I say something else incredibly offensive, which will happen if I'm given enough time on a microphone without the words in front of me, which is what's going on right now. GoldenAppleComics.com. Check them out. Don't be a Charlie Sheen. Be a Batman. Maybe. The word is still out on that guy. Golden Apple Comics. Hey, Baston. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. The Smonsters of Talk are coming to motherfucking Vegas. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. Whether you want to snooch your nooch or give that penis a sandwich, the shenanigans happen August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe, located right on the famous Las Vegas Strip. 
Kevin Smith, Jason Muse, and Ralph Garman are guaranteed to make you forget you just gambled away all your money. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon. August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are gonna snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Dave. Tell them Steve Dave. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast. Where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, live in New York. October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. And welcome back to Bagged and Boarded, folks. I am Matt Cohen. I hope everyone is doing wonderfully well. Uh, I'm here with another Brave and the Bold episode for you. If you folks heard last week's show, uh, I was joined by my oft co-host, Mr. Jesse Rivers, and we teased that we'd be doing a double show annual action for you where we're going to get into some geek chat. And we don't fucking lie here. I mean, we do lie. But this is one of the rare cases where I'm not lying. So uh, first off, I just want to, oh, as always, thank the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics and the Smodcast Network for putting this little shindig of a show on. But without further ado, let's let's get to uh, a good solid hour of, of geek-tacular chat with my main man, Mr. Jerome Jesse Rivers. What up, dude? What's up, man? What's going you, on? You uh, kind of threw me off with that show last week. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. You see, you, yeah, they're, they're, they're not in my apartment right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't know that they don't know that we just stopped. It's the magic of podcasting, man. Uh lots of, so what's happened to you in this past week, dude? It's been a crazy week, right? Oh, I went to the zoo. I fought 
a plague of barbarians, a lot of shit. No, let's get into some geek chat, dude. So uh, there have been three very high-profile teaser trailers that have been leaked onto the web in the past week. Have you seen them? I've seen two of them. Okay, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, the te- the trailer for... The, they're all teasers. The teaser for Dark Knight Rises, which came out. Uh, the teaser for the Avengers trailer, which is actually the stinger from the end of Captain America, which got leaked. And then today, in the last few hours where we're talking, at least, it's been, it's been two weeks now. Uh, so they may even have an official trailer. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man trailer dropped. Any That's thoughts? Um... I kind of wish I didn't know what was after Captain America. I kind of wish I would have saw that for the first time in the theater. Yes, because uh, that shitty but I like it. that shitty bootlegged Avengers teaser. I have never been more excited for something in my fucking life. I couldn't even see what was going on. Like I almost wanted, I wanted to hit something. I was so excited, dude. Like, yeah, I, w- I wish, <laughs> I wish I saw that in theaters. Like, it's that's the culmination of my entire life. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I, I don't think I'm that excited for it. Maybe we won't go that far, but I was pretty excited. Uh, and then the Dark Knight Rises teaser is pretty fucking awesome, I think, man. And I know you're a bigger fan of the Nolan Bat films than I am, but, but, uh, uh, my, Tom Hardy as Bane is like making me more excited for the, like, I'm, I am now very excited for this film, whereas I wasn't that excited for Dark Knight, but I can't wait for Dark Knight Rises. As, I know they're two of your, one of your favorite films. What do you think about the new one? Uh, well, the film itself, I actually, I think it's going to be better uh, than Dark Knight, but I don't think it'll make as much money. Do you, uh, do you think anything, we live I in a world of Potter now, do you think anything could ever top Potter Part 2? Potter 7 Part 2, which is so fucking annoying <laughs> and stupid? Uh, it, I think it will. I mean, it may be due to inflation or whatever, but I think it will. Eventually, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I see what you're saying. You you don't. Th- I don't think it'll make as much money as the Dark Knight either. I don't think. Well, the Heath Ledger. That's boom right there. I right. think it'll do yeah. incredibly well. I think it'll wind up on the top ten list of all time, possibly the top five. But I don't think. I don't think it's in the races for that. In terms of quality, though, what do you think? I mean, they don't really show much. Uh, the teaser. Yeah, they don't really show much. Well, I mean, they didn't show anything in the Dark Knight teaser, but it was it was just good because you heard Joker's voice. I I actually think it's. I'm a little underwhelmed by it. Really? But yeah, I I just it it seems like your typical kind of teaser. It doesn't seem like it was. See to really too to me about. the cool thing with this teaser is this is kind of one for the fans because like if you I've watched it a bunch of fucking times, dude. Go back and watch that last shot. Batman's yeah, like yeah. doing this little fucking weaving back and forth thing like they're about to box. Like it's so fucking yeah. perfect. Like it's a wrestling stance. You know what I mean? And I, I like the Gordon shit. I uh, I do. I don't know what the fuck I happened to his Bane face, probably though. Beat the shit out of Gordon. Yeah, probably. Huh? There's another bad guy, though. Raish is in this, right? Oh, uh, that's the rumor. Because this is the last one in Nolan's series? Yeah. The, so this is the last Batman film we'll ever see Christian Bale in as Batman, right? Uh, More than likely, They yeah. gotta bring Raish. You can't go out on fucking Bane. No matter how cool you make <laughs> Bane, you can't go out on Bane. Also, like I, I'm not fond of any of the the characters, really. Catwoman I didn't, either. I didn't like Rage from the I didn't like Rage from Begins. I mean, I wasn't huge. I like I like Rage the comic book character a lot. Yeah, but this isn't the comic. Totally. What do you think they're gonna do with Catwoman? Good guy, uh, bad guy, love interest, all of the above. Ooh. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a bit of both. 
I think it looks dope, man. Tom Hardy, you know fucking Tom Hardy's going to be insanely awesome as Bane. Tom Hardy is always insanely awesome. Yeah, but, like, you know this was a part he was fucking born to play, too. Yeah. And, and like, he, he, he's, he's actually got a movie coming out this year that I can't fucking wait to see. The fighting thing? Fuck, no, no. Uh, what was uh, that? That already came out, didn't it? I don't the, know. No, I don't think it has. The boxing movie. Like, where, where he fights his brother and shit. Yeah. He doesn't even look like he's... The star. He looks like he's in he's a not the star. It's a weird no, trailer. But he's got he's got another one coming out with Gary Oldman. It's a spy movie called Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh yeah, I did. The trailer looks fucking dope for that. I didn't think he would be into that. Oh no, dude, that's like very British. Like I'm way into that shit. Like that's some old, that's like the <laughs> yeah. limey or something. Like you know what I mean? No, that to me yeah, looked, yeah, that to me looked that. awesome. And it's the it's the the let the right one in director. Is it really the British, the real one, the Swedish one? Yeah, yeah. Right on. I, I still never saw the remake. That so that that does something for me. Uh, what didn't do anything for me? I just watched the Amazing Spider-Man trailer. Oh, you have seen it. Okay, oh, I haven't seen that. I, uh, I'm not judging. Not on, I'm not judging it on quality because it was a bootleg. You can't really hear what anyone's saying. Um. The big thing that people are excited about is the last 35 seconds is like a POV shot of Spider-Man flying through the city where you see his hands and feet and kind of and like spinning around and shit. It didn't really do anything for me. And here's what ruined it, bro. Like 15 seconds in, you can make out Peter Parker talking about his parents and then it cuts to a science lab and then he's in the middle of like this giant gamma ray machine and the spider comes out. And then I realize, wait, that's not Mary. I was like, why is Mary Jane blonde? And I was like, wait, no, no, no. She says, said Gwen. They're fucking doing <laughs> yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man. No, no. Yes, I, I, yes. I don't, he's a twenty. He's a fucking twenty. I, mean, I haven't seen He's it. a twenty-five-year-old college student who gets his fucking spider bite in an experiment in a science lab that his father was a partner in. It's Ultimate Spider-Man. Norman Osborn and Peter Parker's father were fucking partners in a cancer testing thing. And blah 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 blah. There's no high school. There's no school trip. There's no museum. This is Ultimate Spider-Man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I don't I, even know who the bad guy is. And I looked it up, and they were like, Kurt, like it's a lizard, like, isn't it? It's a lizard. What are you fucking kidding me? You're rebooting the franchise. <laughs> you don't give me fucking Green Goblin and Mary Jane. Go fuck yourself. Well, that's because it's been done. Uh, yeah, because it's Spider Man. You well, know yeah, what? I, okay, but you, it's not you, like you Nolan. Re, it's not like Nolan. Re, but it's not like Nolan reinvented the fucking wheel. He didn't change drastic things about the character. I understand, but you have to take yourself out of the comics. It's a movie. It's, a, it's an entirely different entity. I I thought about this a lot uh, at some point. You, well, with X Men First Class, that's that, that totally has different. To do with any? Why is that different? Because the changes they make aren't frustrating, and they don't harm the story. <laughs> the, the changes they make are innocuous. They work for the movie. These changes yes, are. But they can't make the Sam Raimi Spider Man again. They've got to bring something new. So I, I like the costume. I've seen the pictures, and I like Andrew Garfield as an actor. But... Dude, it doesn't work for me. He's too good looking. He's too fucking old. Like it's nothing about this is Spider Man. It's too emo y. It's all just shots of him like looking longingly off into the distance and shit. I'm like, he's supposed to be a fucking nerd, not a loner, and that's the difference. Who directed this? The guy who did fucking Fifty First Dates or no, A Thousand Days of Summer, whatever hipster fucking guy directed that. I like Five Hundred Days of Summer. It's that guy, Mark. Ba- Mark. 
Ah, I'll look it up right now. Um, it's a hipster, it's, it's Spider-Man the hipster version. And like, you're gonna hear that a lot as it, as it gets closer, but that's what it fucking looks like, scarily enough. You know what I mean? It's like, Should you, Gwen Stacy be in the origin anyway? Yes, but so should Mary Jane. <laughs> Mark Webb is the guy who directed it. Yeah, the 500 Days of Summer guy. Um. Huh, his last name is Webb. What? His last name is Webb? Yeah, uh, uh, I didn't even notice that, man. Good shit. Uh, no, I just, I have no interest in fucking a loner, sullen, twilight Peter Parker, which is what this looks like. Peter Parker is supposed to be the, Peter Parker, Spidey's the mouthiest fucking superhero there is. You think they're trying to darken it up yes, because of the 100%, Batman shit? Yes, 100%. Well, it's not that. They're not, it's not that. What They're trying to darken it up because of the Twilight shit, because of 500 Days of Fucking Summer. It looks like the hipster emo version of a superhero. 500 Days film. of Summer is a bright, cheerful love story. Yeah, but it's very hipstery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's incredibly fucking hipstery. And that's what this is. Like, it's, it, it's like, what, what, something about my parents, and then a shot of him on a bridge, like, looking out longingly over the water. Like, no, Peter Parker wasn't a fucking depressed kid. He was just a nerd. He was a goofball. He was trying to get the girl. He wasn't fucking going home and crying to himself to sleep every night. He was yeah. resilient. If anything, he didn't let the bullies and the fucking people get to it and flash and all that. You know what I mean? See, yeah, how, I, I mean, see how I took a gut reaction. You're going crazy over a teaser. <laughs> see how I took a silly gut reaction to a teaser and broke it down into, like, fucking philosophy? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It just it didn't, it didn't float my boat. Uh... The Avengers trailer, what is, what, fucking, Tony turns to fucking Thor and says, like, nice swinging arm you got there. And I was like, I am in, and we'll have sex with this movie. I know, I, I, I can never understand what he was saying. That's the line. He says, nice swinging arm you got there. That looks, uh, that looks pretty impressive. I mean, I don't, I, I, I think, I don't know how they can pull it off. Uh, from what it looks like right now, yes, it looks like the most impressive film of all time. It looks like the culmination of everything every fucking little boy has ever dreamed of. You know what I mean? It, it really, really does. From that trailer alone, like it's that last shot of of the Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, and fucking Thor sitting at one table, and you're like, "This happened. This is the world I live in now." Like I understand, like everyone says, post nine eleven airplanes and terrorism and all that. We got the Avengers fucking film, people. Don't be so upset with the times <laughs> you live in. You know what I mean, dude? Uh, I think I would prefer to see a JLA. Really. I do. I I can't. I don't because I you can't do that for one reason or one reason alone. The JLA always worked because it, the JLA always worked for us because we know like the fucking fifty years of mythology and every single member who was in it. In terms of film, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Superman and Batman would not be good on film together. There aren't more polar opposite characters. I don't know how you would make the <laughs> dynamic between those two people work in a team setting. You know what I mean? I understand. Those universes really don't mix to me in, in the film world. It would be interesting if someone pulled it off. Like that one, the Brody one they were going to shoot just sounded kind of, I'm so glad they didn't do it because it just sounded ill-prepared or, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't, yeah. it looks like they give the Avengers the gravitas it deserves. A little bit. Still, I think their budget is a little lower than that movie should be. What is it? Probably like a hundred eighty million dollar movie, whereas that should be like a fucking that should be the most expensive film ever made. Do you and agree? It's Whedon. What? You're right. It's Whedon. You're right, but like you don't think that's got to be incredibly fucking effects heavy? And I'm sure they got to pay those motherfuckers. 
no, I agree. I'm just, I'm shocked that they gave him such a big movie. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the one, that's the one kind of, uh, uh, unknown at this point in my mind is the fact that Josh Whedon's directing because I'm not a Whedon guy so whereas other people were incredibly excited I'm like you gave it to the fucking Buffy guy <laughs> you know what I mean that, that that to me doesn't equal handling the biggest superhero movie of all time but but I'll give it the benefit of the doubt just from the cast you know and you can already tell from that teaser fucking Junior and what's his name are gonna dominate everyone Hemsworth Every every other actor in that movie is going to disappear the second they come on screen. I'm actually kind of looking forward to Chris Evans. To Chris Evans as Cap? You're yeah. right. We haven't seen him yet, though, as Cap. And and it's just Steve Rogers. It just isn't that. You know what I mean? He's he's no fucking. They went with Hippie Thor. Like they. You know what I mean? The yeah. hippie, there's no competing with Hippie Thor and Iron Man in terms of personality. I don't know, but I'm psyched for that. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, not so much. Does Spider-Man have anything to do with the Avengers? Or is it different film companies or what? It's Paramount. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. No, 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 no. Neither does the X-Men. Those are the two. Yeah, those know. are the two franchises that they they can't include, really. I mean, Daredevil. Uh, there are other ones, but they wouldn't include them. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, Spider-Man yeah. has no place in the Avengers, though. They'll never intersect that fucking universe, especially now that like you got to fucking slit your wrist and listen to fucking MGMT to be in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so we, 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 uh, I went out to Twitter and Facebook and, uh, asked the folks what, what subjects they want to hear us discuss. So let's, let's hit a few. Let's, let's go down the line real quick. There's a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. Some folks want to hear us talk about. See what we got going here. All right. Facebook up first. Uh, okay. Mike Merryman wants to know our thoughts on, uh, the thing prequel trailer and Diablo Cody touching up Evil Dead. So these are horror questions. What do you th- you see the thing prequel trailer? <laughs> Have I seen it yet? What do you think? I I enjoyed it. I it think good. it looks cool, but here's my main problem with it: it's a remake. This it's a remake disguised as a prequel. I really didn't even know it was a prequel. I thought it was a remake. No, it's a prequel. Isn't that see now that changes things for you a little bit? I I mean I not really. The one I mean, thing. If it's a cool movie, then it's a cool movie. The one I, and I fucking it's fucking Ramona Flowers, so I have no problem with that shit. But my one, the one thing they can do to really make me happy with this thing movie, ninety nine percent of this movie can suck, as long as they somehow kill people in the exact placement of the bodies in the real thing, I'll be happy. You know that first shot. Like I want, I want, I want, I want them to justify what the camp looks like when they arrive there for the first time, and no one's been there for fucking ten years. You know what I'm saying? There's just random bodies laid yeah. out and stuff. I want all the kills to take place in those exact locations. If they're doing a prequel, it's like fucking do it right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. Did you hear uh, Sam Raimi announced they're making an Evil Dead four, an Evil Dead remake? They're rebooting the Evil Dead series, and Diablo Cody is is touching up the script. Did you hear that? I heard that. What are your thoughts on it, sir? Uh, I think the only thing that I've seen of Diablo Cody is Juno. Uh, she only done two fucking I, things. I never, Jennifer's body is her second yeah, I, thing. Yeah, I never saw Jennifer's body. She does that uh, show Nurse Jackie. I mean, that was kind of the horror thing. Um, I'm just worried that Ash is going to be like, I'm so lime green jello right now. Like, I just don't want Ash to talk like Diablo fucking Cody characters talk like. Like, it would suck if he pulled out the chainsaw and was like, what's the bizzle, home skizzle? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think she's just doing touch-ups on an already done script. Yeah, but I think Sam and fucking Ted wrote the script, so that's a lot to touch up, probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm a, I'm a, 
I am a Raimi fan to an extent, but at the end of that extent, I realize he's horrible. <laughs> he's not horrible. He's, but, but it's he's not... very fucking Sam Raimi. Like, drag me to yeah. hell. I was like, all right, cool movie, cool movie, cool movie. And it's now a Sam Raimi film. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he just yeah. does shit that other people would, would question. So I'm I'm just curious where her sensibility will fit in with the reboot. Now, who do you get to play fucking Ash? That's a big casting thing. I, I don't think it's as major as you think it is. No? I don't think a lot of people know Evil Dead. Oh, I do. At this By this point, I do. I think a fair enough... Uh, <sighs> If they don't know Evil Dead, they know Bruce Campbell now because of Burn Notice, and they can totally fucking spin off of that. You know what I mean? Like, there's enough out there recognition-wise that you can make this a franchise, and you could... No, look, no one knew what fucking Watchmen wasn't made $100 million. Didn't it? Wait, what? Didn't Watchmen make more than $100 million? For movie? Yeah, Watchmen. Oh, I'm sure. That's when it made a lot of money, right? We could be way off on that. But what I'm saying is, no one knew what fucking Watchmen was when it came out, so I don't... I think... Evil Dead. No, but I'm saying the casting decision. I I don't think it's as big of a deal as you think it's gonna be. Oh, you mean like they're? That's I mean, it's, it's not like it's a. It's not like it's an iconic role. I don't think. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's one of the most iconic horror roles in the history of cinema. I mean, in geek cinema, but I mean, now, Watchmen made 107 million dollars in this country. So, so, uh. I dude, I definitely think Ash is an iconic role, and if people, and at this point, if they haven't seen the films, they've seen the guy with the chainsaw, or they've seen clips of Army of Darkness, or they've heard of it. You know what? I really do think it's permeated enough to this generation, at least. It's not like they're trying to make evil. It's not like they're trying to reboot Evil Dead for my fucking parents who don't know what it is. They're trying to reboot it for us. We're the people who go to movies. You know what I mean? I understand, but I don't think it's as iconic as like Freddy Krueger. I think the Freddy no. Krueger casting would have been. More important. Uh, yeah, I agree. And then they and they did Jackie Earl Haley, right? Yeah. I didn't even see it, but uh, so I agree. It's, but it's not worth seeing. Uh, but I heard what I heard going on is that they're going to not only reboot Evil Dead, but they're also going to do an Evil Dead Four. No, I think it's the same movie. No, see, no, I saw Campbell's playing Ash again. You think that this movie? No, no, I heard this. There's, there's a reboot starting, a remake reboot, like a fresh, like new kid is Ash, like starting all over again. I think. That's what Diablo yeah, Cody's involved Yeah, but Evil Dead 4. They're not making two Evil Dead movies. Yeah, no, that's what I heard, is that they're continuing the, the already pre-existing franchise and starting a new oh. one. Oh. And starting a new oh, one. Oh, I got you. I, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Speaking of starting new franchises, I am very, like, obvious. Okay, before I say this, people are out of work. A lot of people are, will not be working on this, and that's sad. They have kids, and they got to feed them and shit. But let me take that back for a minute and be selfish. I am so fucking happy, Jesse. Dark Tower crashed to the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking Javier Bardem, man. I I would have fucking canceled that series if I could have. I am so glad. Like, that's something that doesn't need to exist. After this close call, I'm fully fine never seeing a Dark Tower movie. If this is... Well, not I, by Ron Howard, anyway. I remember years and years and years ago, Kevin Smith told me... uh Wait, a guy, Omega, on the View Askew message board, when Transformers first got announced, Kevin O'Shea, I always remember the guy Omega, who he kind of wrote uh, the Elias part after in, in Clerks 2, goes, we're getting a live-action Transformers movie, but at what cost? <laughs> and I feel that way with Dark Tower. Like, we were all so ready to settle for Dark Tower, but everyone, it wasn't going to fucking be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we get rushed a lot like that. Uh, or, well, and that's And I'm scared to say, but like, they already have footage for the Avengers? Well, it, it, 
How long have they been shooting that for? Like two weeks? For what? The Avengers. They haven't been shooting that that long, have they? I'm sure it's more than a couple of weeks. But like that, the fact that they had that much footage, because they obviously wanted to push for Comic-Con, which makes sense, but like just a little, makes me a little bit nervous. You know what I mean? If Peter Jackson takes three fucking years to make a Hobbit movie, you can give the same amount of respect (laughs) to the Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just I just feel like this is definitely a movie you should not rush. Like the this could possibly ruin. Think about this: it could kill five franchises. Yeah, it really could. If it's if it's the biggest bomb of, I mean, obviously it won't happen, but but it could. It has that potential. So they got a lot of fucking chips riding on this Avengers flick, dude. Well, the the thing about the big blockbusters like that is once you set a date, you I mean you've got to hit that. Well, it's date. Like, it's Babe Ruth. Oh, I mean, You're fucking calling your hit out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you point into your you point into your spot in the fucking in the crowd or whatever. Look at me with the Jay Moore sports references, uh, but but it, it makes sense. What I don't like is is when like wh- what's a famous example? Uh, X three was one of the most rushed films of all time. I think. Yeah, it was like a year between the X two. Like the production was like it was like eight months from principal to it was ridiculous. So I just feel like you get one chance in an Avengers movie. You can't fuck it up. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine if it's not the best fucking comic book movie ever made? How disappointed will you be? They've set their stakes high. Speaking of high, Jimmy Moore's here. I don't. Vamp for a second. I I I don't think it's as major. I mean, it's it's a major project, but I mean, it's going to be successful no matter what. Do you think it has the potential to be uber successful? To be what? Uber successful. Like, in my, see, and I'm also silly comic book geek, so in my mind, there's nothing bigger than the Avengers. But, is the Avengers in the same league as an Avatar or Harry Potter 7? Are they expecting this movie to make $500 million? I don't think so. I don't think so either, actually, which is weird, right? <laughs> if Iron Man made $200 million and Thor made $200 million and all these movies made $200 million, wouldn't you expect them, like, combine into one movie? No, because a lot of the people that go see Iron Man also went to see Thor and also went to see whatever. You think it's one dude? It's like me me, you and Brenda. (laughs) That's it. Um I don't know, dude. I think I think like I I'm amazed at how quickly it came together to tell you the truth. Like I remember when they how many years ago was it that they just started this whole fucking thing with Iron Man, you know what I mean? It wasn't that long ago. I mean, that was like four years ago. I mean, they've been planning. I'm sure they've been working on the script for the last three or four years. I remember when they announced, like, we're going to do the Avengers. Like, we're going to do fucking... At that point, I think um, Hulk had to come out, the Norton Hulk. And they were like, we're doing the Avengers. And everyone started flipping out. And that was like three years ago. And it actually fucking happening, which is kind of amazing. In ter- you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's the way things work. Yeah, but not really ever this seamlessly. Like, they were like, we're making this movie, we're making this movie, then we're making that fucking movie, and they did it. You know what I mean? And they had the money to do it, and not one of them, <laughs> not one of them failed. I don't know if any of them were crazy giant successes. Iron Man 1, probably the biggest, right? I believe 2 made more than 1. 2 made more than 1? Okay. But, like, uh, you think Cap's going to do really well? I do. You do? You think there's enough public knowledge of Captain America? I think the movie looks good enough to do well on its own without that. I do too. I think people are going to be excited for it. And that's soon, right? That's yeah. like next fucking week or something. It's, yeah, it's a week after Potter. Week after Potter. So, oh, 
Captain America will have come out by the time people hear this podcast. No. No, it'll be out about two weeks after they hear this podcast. You said after Potter. No, I mean, this podcast will go up about two weeks after Captain America is released. Okay, this podcast, Jesse, this podcast is going to come out like two weeks from right now. Is Captain America out yet? It's going to be out in a few days. I mean, this is Tuesday. It'll be out Friday. Oh, my fucking God, dude. What date is Captain America coming out? The 22nd is coming out this Friday. Okay, then this podcast is coming out like a week and a half after that. So people will have already seen Captain America. Okay, so we're talking in the past right now, man. So let's make assumptions. (laughs) Let's let's really impress people right now. You want to do box office? (laughs) What did, what did it do opening weekend? I'm uh, I'm gonna say domestically. Yeah, you go first. Because at this point, it's already I done say, it. It's already done it, dude. We're literally speaking in the past right now, so we're about to look like either assholes or fucking geniuses. I say between sixty and seventy. Okay, and I'm gonna. Uh, you well, that's such a big fucking range, you asshole. Pick an exact number. Okay, uh, sixty-four five. And I'll go high. You're going to go low or high on that? You're going to go low. So you're going to take everything under 64.5? Okay, I'll do that. And I'll go 64.5 to 80. I think it'll make between 65 and $80 million opening weekend. Okay. All right, man. Holy shit, we should start doing all the podcasts in the future. I also think that it's going to rain <laughs> on Tuesday. And you're like, I don't think so. And one of us is always right. You know what I mean? We should guess on like really simple things, though. Like, I predict July 24th was a hot day in some parts of the country. <laughs> like we're Nostradamus and fucking shit, man. So let me try to keep the subjects a little more uh, topical, so we don't get lost in the sands of the time here. Uh, we got some Twitter uh, questions from folks, stuff people want to hear us talk about. Yeah, we here we go. Listen, if DC asked you guys to collaborate on one of the new books, what would you want to do? Now, a, I don't think I'm collaborating with you on fucking anything. But if we had to, guns to our head, do you know about the new DC? Oh, no, books? I don't know what these new books are. Neither do I. I can't name all 52. If someone said to you, you could have any DC character in the world, write it right now. What would you do? Uh, I mean, it's cliche, but I'd do Batman. Yeah, I'd do Batman, too. We're both fucking hacks. <laughs> what else are you going to fucking do? No, let's go. Um, you know what? I would do, I would do, uh, I would do, I would do, uh, no, fuck that. I would do Ollie, man. I would do Green Arrow. If I could, if I could write yeah. any DC title, even over Batman, you know what? If I could write any DC title in the world, I'd write Green Arrow. He would smoke so much fucking pot in this arc, folks. <laughs> like, he would earn that green part of his fucking title and shit. Who would you go for? What would I go for, Batman? You sticking with Batman? I I, I, I don't think there's any... Because my personality is kind of suited to that. I can't think of any... I, there's no way I could write Superman. You're like, because I'm all dark and brooding and mysterious and stuff. <laughs> He's such a fucking asshole. All right, so you, I would go Green Arrow. You would go Batman. Um, okay, here we got another one. Ready? Someone asked, "Hey, can I get an in-depth review of the Nightfall storyline and how it will relate and inform the Dark Knight Rises?" No, go fuck yourself. I'm not Wikipedia. No, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it's so harsh, but like, nah. I, I mean, there are literal, there are literal databases for that information, dude. Like. I don't know it any better than they do. You know what I mean? Uh, do you think they'll, let's try to be nice though. Do you think, I don't even think they're gonna use Nightfalls because Nightfalls is when he breaks his fucking back and if he breaks his back that's a really shitty ending to the franchise. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if the ending of the Nolan movies was just Batman laying there crying with his back broken? <laughs> like, I don't think, 
I think they'll use Bane. I don't think for... they'll use the storyline. No, like, not at all. I think I they'll, mean... u- they'll use the Venom. They'll use the fact that he's a drug addict. They'll use that. But I don't think they'll go anything further than that. You know what I mean? So I, don't, I, I don't think they'll That either. question's fucking done, man. Uh, here we go. Can you... Definitive answer on who are your all-time favorite comic book characters? So definitive, I guess. is. The, oh, I'm sorry, let me give some shout-outs, too. The one before where I was like, fuck you, that was Tom Obarski. And this gentleman, uh, Artist B-Man, <laughs> Brendan Sparks on Twitter, wants to know who are our all-time favorite comic book characters. Definitively, Jesse. We'll get three each. How about that? Three each? Okay, yeah. I can do that. I go think. go for it. You need some time? Oh, well, that's, well, one's Batman. Okay, you name one. Give me a minute to think. <laughs> Hellboy, now you go. I have my three. You have your three already? Yeah, yeah, of course. And they never change because they're real, motherfucker. No, my favorite, <laughs> my three favorite all-time uh, comic book characters are Hellboy, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, and because I am a cliched pussy, Batman. <laughs> Everyone fucking yeah, likes Batman. Would be, would be one. Who doesn't? Uh, if you don't like Gambit, Batman, would probably. Really? All right. What? All right, Gambit. Uh, I don't know who my third one Really? I can name, like, another five right now. Like, I love Booster Gold. I love Blue Devil. I love I love anyone with devil horns. I love Hot Stuff. I love Hellboy. <laughs> I love Blue Devil. Um, Swamp Thing I'm a big fan of. Rorschach. Come on, Jess. You can't name one? I'll name 30 right now. Well, I mean, there's a few that I like. I mean, can I do... Big villains? B. Wo- Big I'm B. an B. Apocalypse Wolf? fan. What, you're gonna do someone from the Age of Apocalypse? I love Apocalypse. Oh boy! All right, man, you can go with Apocalypse. If you want. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! All right, so Jesse goes with Apocalypse for his third one because he likes it when they take characters and they put like wacky spins on them. Like here's Wolverine, but he's got longer claws and he's from the past. Um, I'm not a huge AOA guy, but I will. I will give you. I will yeah, give you, I, I loved it. I'll give you your thing. All right. Casey Anthony, this comes from Dre Ruiz on Facebook. She wants to know our thoughts on the Casey Anthony trial and then her porn offer afterwards. Now, are you familiar with this? She got a porn offer? Yeah, vivid. And then they rescinded it. <laughs> They're like, no, we changed our mind. She did a, she's not nice. <laughs> you think? Let's put it this way. I hadn't heard about the case until the day the the uh, verdict came out and everyone was all going crazy. And I turned on the TV and I instantly was like, oh, that's why this is a popular trial. She's good looking. If she was not good looking, she could have murdered 80 fucking babies and we'd never know about it. You know what I mean? And she probably would have been found guilty, too. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, people kill their kids every single fucking day in this country. We never know about it. But this because this chick's a California fucking seven. It's all over the news. And they don't get me, ladies, if you're not in California, and you're, California 7 is like a 9 in another place, she's a good looking chick. But that doesn't mean she should have killed her baby, and I, like, I don't know, it's even silly to joke about this subject. But what are my feelings on the porn offer? Um, my feelings are, yeah, you vivid, you, I, like, rescinding it doesn't make it classy that they offered it in the first fucking place, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's wrong. I think it, like, I can understand trying to capitalize on certain things, but like, let's put it this way. There are certain guests I wouldn't have on my show because I wouldn't want to promote those people. So it, in that same, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's certain people I don't agree with or something like that. Like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would never, if someone, if someone called me up right now and they're like, you want an hour long exclusive with Kate? Oh, fuck. 
<sighs> my desire for ratings just kicked in. No, I wouldn't be able to do it. That would be fun. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. I would nothing. To have nothing to talk to this chick about for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I, I think it's fucking ridiculous that she got a porn offer. I think she should go away. I think honestly, like, the one thing she can do as a human being for society is to just disappear forever. You know what I mean? I agree. And she will anyway, though. that's going to happen. But no, but she will, because here's what she definitely will, because people forget, in the 1980s, and they even made a fucking Farrah Fawcett movie about it, there was this woman that shot her three children dead and blamed it on a hitchhiker, and then, like, went on all the news stories, and they found out she murdered her, and they made a movie about it and all this. You've never heard of that, have you? I didn't hear of it until, like, a week ago. (laughs) In ten years, no one will have heard of Casey Anthony. In five years, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get all caught up in that kind of shit. So that's my thoughts on fucking Casey Anthony. Um, it's Jared Elliott on Facebook wants to know, what are our thoughts on the summer blockbuster movies with the words Harry or Potter not in the title? To turn it on you, I'm going to only talk about Harry Potter. What do you think about Harry Potter? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. What's funny is, and I realize this, every time the biggest movie of all time comes out, I don't see it for months. I didn't see Avatar until it came out on DVD. It's well, weird. I, I stay away well, that, the last couple of weeks. And that's what it is. When I was a, and I thought about it today, and I was like, when I was a kid, I saw every movie opening day. I wonder what changed. Oh, there's no one driving me there now. I have to go on my own and shit. <laughs> uh, I did go see a movie the other night, though. You live right across the street from a theater. Yeah, but it fucking sucks, man. They do preferred seating. <laughs> I have a big... I don't know if you people outside of L.A. might not be familiar with it, but there's... um. The, at the Arclight in the Grove in L.A., I'm not saying which I live across because I don't want stalkers, so it's one of those two. Um, they make you pick your seat before you go in the theater. And, like, oh, let's put it this way. Uh, this, this, uh, Destiny, who does some work on Bagged and Bordered, or it's, she's been away for a while, but she'll be back. Uh, she wanted to go see Harry Potter on Sunday night, and I was like, yeah, I'll go see you on Sunday night. So fucking, I, like, left my Sunday night clear. Like, we're going to go see Harry Potter. She had to cancel on me last minute. And now it's been, like, two days of trying to figure out when she could see Harry Potter. I was like, yo... If I see Harry Potter, I'm going to look at my clock and be like, I'm bored. There's a Harry Potter starting in 10. That's what movies are like to me. It's not a fucking event. I can't plan my week around going to see a movie. So that's what I hate about these theaters that make you pick the seats. Because when I go to a movie, I'm literally walking in from a bong hit. Like there's smoke coming out of my mouth as I walk into the theater. And I want to just crawl into whatever seat I can find and fucking lay down as low as possible. I don't want it to be some whole big fucking event. You know what I mean? Well, I kind of actually. Prefer you prefer it. A lot of people prefer the. Why do you prefer the seating thing? I just because you can see before you go in there rather than looking for a seat. Oh God! Imagine the fucking heartache. It's like <laughs> it's like the long walk to Auschwitz or whatever. Looking for a movie seat in the theater. Oh my God! Who? Imagine the horror, dude. You know what I mean? Are we that fucking lame as society that we're like, I need to sit there. <laughs> and here's why we are that lame because yeah I fucking do it too because I walk into a theater with I, I pick my seat I walk into the theater and it's empty and I still sit in that fucking seat because I'm like I don't want to get into a conversation I'm, I'm, back in the day dude I would have fucking put my balls on every seat in that theater now I'm like I don't want to get into a conversation <laughs> I just want to see the movie go home walk my dog and go to sleep like I'm getting so fucking old man you know what I mean you know old no one look at me no one talk to me <laughs> like yeah yeah no back in the day I was the life of the party now I'm literally like I, I, I don't want to interact with other human beings. Like, please, don't, <laughs> don't make don't make me, me like. But that being said, 
uh, it depends on the situation because I like at fish shows. I, I when I was no, never actually when I was maybe my first two fish shows I was a young timid guy who it was like someone rolled up in front of you and you you know what I mean like it's a hard it's a pretty tight fucking crowd you fight for your spot and someone all of a sudden steps in front of you is bullshit but a lot of people don't say anything I'm way fucking past that shit <laughs> like the second someone walks near my seat I'm like bap bap. I just fucking point and make barking noises so much so that like we were in my, I was in Miami for New Year's for fish two years ago and there would be like these 18 year old couple partying next to me the whole time they had seats next to me and at one point these other people rolled into their seats they went to the bathroom and they got back and there were people in their seat and they and they just stood in the aisle for like 10 minutes like looking back and forth and like conferring with each other and I, at one point I was like, dude, you guys got to go. You're in someone's seat. And they were like, all right, man, have a good night. And I, they were like, party on. And we like smoked a bowl as they left. And then I was like, all you have to do is not be a pussy, man. Like literally you paid for these seats. Open up your fucking mouth. N- not that way at the movie theater. <laughs> Where I'm like, I don't know you. I don't, I don't want to consort with you. Um, so that's, that's my movie going experience. But Harry Potter, uh, do you have any interest? I do, actually. I mean, just because I've seen all the other ones. You have? I th- I think I stopped at three. Or maybe I've seen one. the best one. Three is the best one. It's the Quaroon one, and that's why I stopped. Maybe I've seen, no, excuse me, I saw the one after three, and I've never seen one since. So I missed five, six, and seven part one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I... I... I yeah, I mean I don't know anything about the books. See, and that's the opposite but. with me. I'm a huge fan of the books, which a lot of people might assume because I don't like the movies, I hate the books. But no, I'm a massive fan of the Harry Potter books. Like I was obsessed, and the movies just never did it for me compared to the book, except for Azkaban. That was the only movie that I thought was worthy of being. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just been always been a different universe for me. It's been like I like the Harry Potter books, but not the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> I have no real rushing desire to go see it. I like a good boss battle, though. That's why I'll see it eventually. Because <laughs> it's basically a fucking boss battle at a video game. Like, it's the big baddie battle. You know, you know, it's got to be cool. When people die and shit. Oh, you don't know. You don't even know what happens? In the last movie? No. In the last book. In the last half of the last book, which I guess is what this was. No, I don't. Technically would be. Do you think that's a I'm new... i tra- somebody dies. Do you think that's an... Uh, uh, a lot of somebody's die. And, like, we're two weeks into the release now. <laughs> Every single person in America has seen the movie three times. A lot of people die, Jess. Uh, okay, well, I haven't, so uh, let's not do that right now. But in the future, you might have. And then your future self can listen back to this and be like, Oh, Jesse, how naive you were two weeks ago thinking you, you know. Um, do you think that's a new trend in filmmaking? Uh, Harry Potter did it. The Hobbit is doing it. Splitting one fucking movie into two. Or Kill Bill started it, actually. The whole volume one, volume two thing. Do you think we're going to see a lot of that? Well, I think Lord of the Rings was before Kill Bill, but yeah, I mean, but Lord of the Rings, yeah, but here's here's the difference. Lord of the Rings is three separate books. Literally. Oh, I I actually, I thought it was all one book. No, no, it's it's uh, Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and Return of the King. Like they're three. It's a trilogy. It's three books that came. You know what I mean? And The Hobbit is all one book. Yes. Whereas The Hobbit is all one book, and they're splitting that into two. That's the difference. Do you? My only rationale on that is to capitalize on fucking blockbuster money, right? Yeah. Uh, There's no I mean, way. I, I, I'm sure it has something to do with length. 
you know what, man? Nothing is too much story for one fucking movie. Like, Terrence Malick makes, like, eight-hour movies. Like, you can make a three-hour Harry Potter movie. People will see it. I think this is, like, a three-hour Harry Potter movie. It's, yeah, but, I mean, if you make... I mean, the longer the movie you make, the less showings you're going to have. I guess that might be true. But but with these kind of fucking movies, they have ten screens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's a cash grab. It's a brilliant fucking cash grab. Look at what just became the biggest. <laughs> look at like probably by the time we're, by the time people are listening to this, I bet Harry Potter is the number one grossing film of all time, or on its way to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's ridiculous. It's it's a fucking it's a part two of a part seven. That looks in, <laughs> like fucking like you dig up fucking Eisenstein or Fellini and you show them that list. They're gonna fucking shoot themselves again, which they didn't. <laughs> I don't think they either of them did in the first place. But like our top ten movies are like. Shrek Part 3, Part 4, 3D. Star Wars 3, Part 4, Part 2, the sequel. Everything is like, <laughs> everything's got a number in it and is either a prequel or a sequel. I don't think there are any standalone films in the top 10 anymore, do you? Uh. Adjusted, yes. But, but currently, you know I what? I think E.T. might still be in there. Let's look. Top 10 grossing films of all time. Top, how do you spell that? Vamp for a second, sir. <laughs> Vamp. Well, Avatar is a standalone movie. You're right, and that is the highest grossing film of all time, right? And Titanic. Okay, uh, maybe maybe James Cameron's the exception. <laughs> uh, all-time worldwide box office. Here we go. The number one film of all time is Avatar. Yep, I was totally fucking right, though. Watch this, ready? Other than that, okay. Avatar and Titanic are the number one and two. Remove that. Oh, my God, I just got sick to my stomach. <laughs> All right, here are the top ten films of all time. I'm not going to comment until the end. Number one is Avatar. Number two is Titanic. Number three, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Number four, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Number five, Toy Story 3. Number six, Alice in Wonderland. (sighs) Number seven, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Number eight, The Dark Knight. Number eight? Oh, my God. There's been fucking... That's, that's pretty surprising. All the Pirates movies that have... Like, every movie that's above Dark Knight has come out past Dark Knight. Like, every... You know what I mean? Yeah. Except for... Uh, Titanic. And Lord of the Rings. But, um... Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, Pirates of the Caribbean, and World's End. So that's interesting. There's not even... A, Harry Potter number one is number nine. But other than that, not a single film has grossed a billion dollars. Which, I guess, is a respectable... I I thought the last one did better than that. No, the last one made nine hundred and forty-six million dollars. That's the number. Oh no, of... you're see, you're looking at worldwide. I am if looking look at, at worldwide. Domestic, if I you look at domestic, I bet Dark Knight and Harry Potter will be higher. Yeah, I'm not a fucking racist xenophobe. It's the world that counts, man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm a I'm a fucking I'm a I'm a citizen of the planet Earth, man. Mother Gaia. I don't care what. <laughs> what the Bible Belt has to say about my top ten films? No, let's look at domestic. You're right. Um, just to compare, just to compare and contrast, Avatar, Titanic, Dark Knight, Star Wars. It's adjusted, and it's oh no, it's not adjusted. It is adjusted, no. but it's a lot less money. You're no, right. It's not. It is adjusted. Star Wars didn't make four hundred and sixty no, million. Star Wars did not make four hundred and sixty million dollars in nineteen seventy seven. It's one hundred. But on re releases. Uh, I bet it did. I, I, they're giving Star Wars. You know what? Maybe it's not adjusted because Gone with the Wind would be up here. But how the fuck did Star Wars make that much money in '77? 
No, it's it's counting re-releases too. Like when they re-release them into the theaters. Okay. Uh, E.T. Toy Story Three, the original Spider Man. It's all just fucking. It's all basically like the highest grossing films of all time are Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, Lord of the Rings, Toy Story. It's all either superhero movies or fucking Harry Potter or James Cameron, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Look, if you go back a few years ago, Forrest Gump was in there, Lion King, Indie, Independence. Look at fucking Independence Day only made $300 million. Nowadays, think about that, dude. Do you remember how big a deal it was? Yeah, but $300 million then is like 450 now. All right, man. You with your fucking <laughs> math, with your math and shit. The blind well, I'm, side. I'm just saying, I mean, inflation happens. I the, mean, when people went to see Forrest Gump and Independence Day, you can get a ticket for like five bucks. The blind, you si- like the blind side made $255 million. That's a lot for a little movie like that. I want to kill myself sometimes. But like suicide only, I mean. Bruce Almighty made 200. I'm going to stop looking at this list now. I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm good. Like I was upset about the top 10, then I started looking down a little bit and it was like, <laughs> The Da Vinci Code and Alvin and the Chipmunks have both made over two hundred million dollars. Can can you look at adjusted? No, I don't want to. It's gone with the wind. That's what okay. it'll. It's gone with the wind. It's what it'll always be. I think, right? I I don't know that movie. Okay, all time adjusted for ticket price inflation. Gone with the wind has made one billion five hundred eighty-eight million dollars, and it goes Gone with the Wind, Star Wars, and Sound of Music. Star Wars would have made one point four billion, and Sound of the Music would have made one billion. Really? Yeah, so Gone with the Wind is definitely the highest grossing film of all time. It made fucking $1.5 billion domestically, Jesse, adjusted. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I mean, you have to look at the, at the times. I mean, people wasn't at home watching TV. Dude, it, it was wasn't like, going to come out on video. Well, it wasn't that. It was the fact that it was fucking 1937, and there was only like two movies out, and fucking Gone with the Wind played for like three years in every city in the country. Yeah, <laughs> It was like a rolling road show thing. Like it played, it played for like, literally, it played for years and years and years. I think. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, if if you give a movie fucking four years, it'll make that much money. I don't know though, but that's like that's like giant. That's when it, that's the kind of thing where there's nothing else in the world to fucking do. Everyone had, like we talk about like, <laughs> hey, everyone's seen Harry Potter. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. My fucking parents haven't seen it. Your parents haven't seen it. Everyone saw Gone with the Wind. I, <laughs> yeah. I think literally every single person in America and like a good amount had to have gone twice for it to make that much fucking money. I'm sure they did. Like people were buying two tickets for one showing and shit. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, none of them ever amounted to anything. No, what? Meanwhile, I said, meanwhile, none of them ever amounted to anything. Name one other, <laughs> mo- name one other movie that Vivian Lay and Clark Gable are in, huh? Together? I can't. I don't even know who fucking Vivian Lay is. Is that Janet? Vivian Lee is in Streetcar Named Desire. Oh shit, man! How could I forget? All right, (laughs) you nailed it. You got it. They both went on to have big fucking careers, apparently, which I'm not. They did. Which I am unaware of. I've heard of Clark Gable at least. I don't know who Vivian Lay is, (laughs) but she's apparently the biggest movie star of all time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And the director was a fellow named Victor Fleming. I don't know what else he fucking did. Did he do anything else? He did The Wizard of Oz. All right. I guess I've heard of that one. All right. All right. <laughs> I won't be such a dick with Gone with the Wind. I'm definitely not going to see it, though. You know why? 
Because I'm looking at the box Why? office mojo page. I've never seen Gone with the Wind of You. Yeah, a few times. Well, the next time I have three hours and 58 fucking minutes, I'll let you know. <laughs> Are you crazy? Do I get a, is there like, is there like a 40 minute thing where the screen goes black and it just says nap now? Like, there's an intermission. I saw it in a theater once, actually. There's, there's an intermission where you're supposed to like go bathroom break and shit. Yeah, I ain't seen a four hour fucking movie. <laughs> I don't care if it's like four hours of like video of me getting bl- all the blowjobs I've ever gotten compiled together. I wouldn't be able to sit for four hours. Like, I, also, I don't think watching me myself get a blowjob would be that interesting. Um, I'm not watching no. this movie ever in my life. Do they have like a Cliff Notes fucking version? Like, I'm Im- I I'm embarrassed so. to say that, but there will never ever be a point in my human lifetime <laughs> where I'm like, I got four hours. I want to watch Gone with the Wind. I'm sure there'll be something. What am I doing from three to seven? Mm, plantation Although, drama. Although, you know, that's why I've never seen Lawrence of Arabia. Why, because it's mad long? Yeah, because, I mean, I've I've rented it a few times, and I'm just, I'm not going to sit here for four hours and watch Lawrence of Dude, Arabia. Dude, I was, uh, around, like, Easter this year, I was just hanging out on my computer, and, like, the Ten Commandments came on TV, and I was like, I, I got hooked in the first ten minutes or whatever. I was like, this is all right, man. This is, I can understand there's some crazy shit going on from back then. <laughs> But what I didn't realize was, like, it was the full unedited Ted Commandments, and it was airing on television with a commercial every six minutes. Bro, the movie took seven and a half hours to watch. I shit you not. It took, like, seven fucking hours to watch this movie. It was the most insane You watched it? Yeah. All seven fucking hours of it. I know the whole Bible and all that shit, and fucking the river... So why would, why would you spend seven hours watching the Ten Commandments, but you wouldn't spend four hours watching Going with the Wind? Because there were commercial breaks, man. It wasn't seven straight hours. <laughs> Also, I wasn't like watch. I wasn't sitting there watching it. I was going about my life, but it was just like every time I would look at the TV, I'd be like, "It's still on," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Pharaoh," and I, I'd be like, "Jesus fucking Christ, kill the Pharaoh already, or what? Make it rain the frogs and get the fucking people out of Egypt." <laughs> like I don't understand how we're how we're still doing this movie. I bought. You ever see how the West was won? I have not. It's awesome. I have it on Blu-ray. It's a really great Blu-ray package for everyone listening. If you want to get it, it's in uh Cinerama vision or whatever, so it's like they the screen is curved. It's really really cool, but it's like a fucking four hour movie, man. And at a certain point, you're like, how am I? What you like? Reality kicks in, and you just get scared that you're still on your couch. You're like, oh, my, you feel like you've been fucking raped or something. You're like, oh my god, the screen. It's still on. <laughs> it's just such a jarring feeling to be watching something for more than three fucking hours, and it's still. You know what I mean? What's the I longest know, movie you've yeah. ever seen? Uh, I mean, Gone with the Wind is probably right up at the fucking top. Hoop Dreams is pretty fucking long. I think it's about three and a half. That's ridiculous. I saw that longer because it's a documentary. I saw that in theaters too, and it somehow held my attention. I've seen Hoop Dreams like ten times in my life. That's what's ridiculous. It's a a great movie. Oh yeah, man, Arthur Aggie and fucking William Gates. I can watch those motherfuckers not amount to anything every day, but I can't watch (laughs) the number one film of all time, which is like twenty minutes longer or whatever. <laughs> like I know they're not going to make the NBA. I don't know what happens to Scarlett O'Hara. I think she burns her house down. Don't spoil it. Okay. Because when I'm 80 years old, I'm gonna be like, "Gone with the Wind," eh? and then like I'll press some fucking button on my forehead, and the screen will pop out in midair, and I'll be able to watch it or whatever. Hold on. Well, I'm smoking future weed. Oh, future weed is so good, Jesse. <laughs> You have no idea. Future weed is sure going to make is. future weed is going to make Gone with the Wind fucking bearable, man. 
gone with the wind. I mean, it's it's bearable. I mean, Pesh. I I got it. It took me a few times to get through it, but that's like watchable. that's like me. The the one my worst one with that, as far as like a movie with uh, with the most attempts to watch that stalled out, Blade Runner took me like twelve times to be able to watch it. <laughs> I literally watched the first fifteen minutes of Blade Runner like eleven times, and I was like, no. I'm not gonna. I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. I don't get it. Like, I mean, I was shocked though. Every time I kept expecting, like, where the fuck is the good movie? Like, you know what I mean? Blade Runner takes a while to kick in. I dig Blade Runner now. I appreciate it. It's not a ton of. It's not a barrel of fucking laughs. You know what I mean? No, I. I, I mean, it's pretty grim. It it took me four or five times to get through Mulholland Drive, and it's uh, one of my favorite movies. Okay, I'll tell you another movie I have never gotten through, and this will this will I'm about to lose a lot of street cred, and then we'll kind of wrap it up because I got another subject. But I have never watched Apocalypse Now to its completion because I only own the Redux, and around an hour forty five when they're still on that fucking boat, I'm like I'm good. <laughs> I've never okay. Check this. I've never even seen Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. I've never made it to. I've never made it to Kurtz. It's, uh, I tap out when the dude's like, I got mangoes and Raquel Welch and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> got those mangoes. Yeah, I love that movie. I've never made it to Kurtz, dude. Is it worth trying? Should I try it tonight? I, I mean, it's, it's like, it's pretty Martin, fantastic. Martin but I, Sheen, I like everything Martin Sheen lays before. on the bed for 10 fucking minutes with that fan, dude. Like, everything <laughs> just. Like, I get you, I get it, it's atmospheric, and, like, you're supposed to get drawn in and felt claustrophobic, but I'm like, I I have, I'm alive, right? And, like, I don't have to be doing, that's what I do when, I, I feel like when I'm watching boring movies, this weird thing kicks in where I'm like, I don't have to do this. Like, it's not school. <laughs> I have free will, you know what I mean? Like, I can turn off a movie every, every so often. Um, speaking of movies you're excited for, sir... Uh, a big trailer uh, came out the other day. A trailer we haven't mentioned for a film you've been yakking it up about for about a year now. I want to hear the words out of your mouth that you're disappointed. The fucking secret cabinet of Hugo Cabret by Martin Scorsese. What <laughs> What do you think of that? Well, let, let first, me, of let, all, first off, let me give my I thoughts. Been building it up. Let me give it's my. Th- it's a Scorsese movie. Let me give my thoughts on it first. It looks like fucking Holes Part Two. <laughs> or like, or like Spy Kids Five, Shark Boy in Lava Land. Like, it, okay, now go ahead. Well, it, I mean, it, I mean, it's a children's film. It looks like a children's film, but I think that. Well, I'm hoping that it's. He's gonna put that Martin Scorsese to touch on it. <laughs> like, wouldn't the children I, have to I punch each yes. other and like fucking cry? Like, wouldn't there have to be like rape and like? Isn't he a deep fucking director? Like, I don't understand how. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I I love when my favorite directors go way off course, and this is way off fucking course. I so, didn't yeah, I didn't think it would be this way off course. I thought he was gonna do like a Martin Scorsese movie, but kind of a, like a you know a whimsical one. He's making a fucking Lemony Snicket. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Lemony Snicket. Don't get me wrong. I wish that turned into a franchise. Fucking, but I was not expecting this from fucking Marty. Were you? I, I was not. What what was your initial reaction when you saw the trailer? Uh, I actually thought it was animated in some way. I was shocked that it was live action because <laughs> it shot all fucking whimsical and glowy, like all those kids, yeah. all those kids movies, like Lemony fucking Snicket. Like it literally looks. Sh- I mean, Sasha Sh- Sh- Baron Cohen just—he's—I mean, he's—he's he's a little <laughs> over the top 
in the trailer, and it it worries me. Oh, it looks so bad. No offense, and I mean, say no offense. Like you have any fucking thing invested in Martin Scorsese, <laughs> or he knows you in any way. But like, it just looks shitty, dude. If you didn't tell me Martin Scorsese directed it, you could have told me fucking Zach Levy from Night at the Museum didn't. I wouldn't have known the difference. Oh boy, you see the Zookeeper yet? It's fucking awesome. No, I'm kidding. I'll tell you what, though, I might uh, rather right. see the Zookeeper than the Hugo Cabret. No, no, I think it's still a monkey, man. It's no longer Cabaret, it's just Hugo. Well, it's also, it's also like weird period, like actor talking. Like that girl, it's Hit Girl. Don't make her talk like that. <laughs> you know, there's nothing about that trailer that did anything for me, man. You know what I mean? I, I understand. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. Do you have any movies that you're really looking forward to, though? Uh,. Well, the Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy looks really cool. Tree of Life. Did that not come out yet? Not here. Oh, all right. <laughs> that makes <laughs> that makes and, sense. Uh, the Planet of the Apes, actually. Planet of the Apes looks really fucking cool. I'll give you that. Um, it does. Sherlock Holmes, I'm down for. I'm a Guy Ritchie fan. Nah, I didn't enjoy the first. one. I like the guy who's playing fucking Moriarty. I'm also a Sherlock Holmes fucking fan, so I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I am excited for that. The, I'll tell you what, I'll never see it, but the trailer for that Steve Carell, Julianne Moore movie makes me laugh every time with, with, uh, uh, your guy, Steve Carell, Julianne Moore, Emma Watson, and, uh, the guy from, oh, they're crazy. Half Nelson. What's that guy's name? Ryan Gosling. Yep, yep. Looks really good. Like yeah, every, every time there's that trailer, I'm interested to see him do comedy. He's in the car, and it's every literally, I've seen the trailer like six times, and I've fucking laughed. I've chortled every time where he just breaks up with his wife, and he's <laughs> she's in the car, and she's like, "By the way, I had sex with someone." He's like, "If you don't stop talking right now, I'm gonna get out of the car." She keeps talking, and he literally just leaps heads first out of the car like 25 fucking miles an hour. <laughs> like that, that looks funny to me, dude. I, I'm excited for that. Uh, I saw the um. Rhymes, Beats, and Life doc. That was pretty good. The Tribe Called Quest documentary. Yeah, I'm sure I won't be seeing that for a while. Cowboys vs. Aliens, or whatever they're fucking calling it. I want to see that. I'm not really I'm not really interested in that. Oh, I'm down, dude. You're not interested in fucking Han Solo shooting fucking aliens out of like a fucking hand thing with Daniel Craig and stuff? I, I think if it would have seemed more like an actual Western, I would enjoy more with I, I don't see Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig being cowboys. Uh, I can see Harrison Ford being a cowboy before I could see fucking Daniel Craig, but you're no fun. Well, not the way he's playing it. You're no fun because you're looking for fucking Western verite. The movie is called Cowboys and Aliens, motherfucker. <laughs> I like, understand, but I'm just saying why I'm not interested. We're lucky that fucking Skeet Ulrich isn't in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I understand. Um, and then, and then let's, let's all bring it home on my most anticipated film of the year and of the last few years. I have no clue how it's going to be because you can never tell by the trailers because I, I, the Muppets, man, the Muppets. Yeah, I kind of figured you would be. What do you think? Looking forward to that. Well, the problem is. I, I really have no say. You're a fucking asshole. You really are a huge, like. <laughs> You, you you really are the worst kind of person. Like, that might be the question. Like, you know how people have, like, a question they ask people to decide what kind of people they are? Like, that's mine. Like, do you like the Muppets or not? And if you say no, I should just walk away. Like, how, 
Uh, I, <laughs> I don't not like the Muppets. I just I I have no interest. As an you're not you're not not even an interest. Like you might not be ex- as excited as I am, but you're not interested in a new Muppet movie. No, there's an, uh, you fucking suck, dude. You really <laughs> suck. Where's I'm Brendo? sorry. Where's Brendo? <laughs> He's in the Brendo Mansion. No, um. The thing with Muppets is obviously it's all fucking pun based, like really kind of silly humor, but it's the fucking Muppets. And the thing in the trailer is you only get the jokes, which are very punny. So it's hard to gauge from a Muppet trailer, but like, I want a fucking Muppet. I don't know if it'll ever be the same, dude. (laughs) I don't know if it'll ever be the same. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm hoping, I'm like, if Jason Segel can recapture some kind of fucking magic in this, he's literally skyrockets to my list of favorite human beings on the planet. You know what I mean? Well, I, I hope it works out well. I read an article the other day. They were talking about the Muppet uh, purchase of from Disney from Jim Henson, and I believe it was somewhere in the range of like $100 million, $150 million for the characters or something. They paid like $1.6 billion for Pixar. You know what I mean? The, the fact that like yeah. we live in a world where Woody and Buzz Lightyear and all the fucking cars... <laughs> are worth more cultural cachet than Kermit the fucking frog. Like, it's a sad fucking world. Like, I, I, I want the Muppets to be important again. I want every little kid in the world to know to know who Kermit the fucking frog is because I think every kid in the world deserves that. You know what I mean? I don't think there's going to be a lot of kids watching it, actually. I do. Oh, I think you're out of your mind, bro. Because here's the thing. I, like, I yes, you'll get every geek in the world like me. You'll get every 30-something fucking guy who grew up loving the Muppets. At the end of the day, it's still fucking colorful frog puppets in a movie. Like every kid in the world is gonna want to see. There's a re. It's not like my parents were diehard Muppet fans, and that's why I got into the Muppets. I got into the Muppets because I was a kid, and they were talking frogs and dogs. I guarantee you, the Muppet the Muppets is a huge movie with kids, man. You're crazy to think that it's a fucking PG rated Muppet movie. It's not like the other ones okay. were adult. I mean, I- you get me upset with the fucking Muppet talk. Oh, uh, I just hope, man. I like Jason Siegel. I like Chris Cooper. Like, the cast is all fucking great. Like, the one thing, obviously, that will be a little bit painful is the fact that it's fucking not Henson doing Kermit. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that would be a little impossible. Uh, oh, oh, you're so fucking realistic. Yeah, man, you're right. You're 100% right, Jesse. He's dead. <laughs> well, the man I mean- is... The man I mean, is dead. you say it pisses you off. I mean, what, what can you do about there's it? Nothing, do you want to not have a Muppet movie because of that? Learn necromancy? I mean, like, there's options, man. I could be a necro. No, I could a... be a necromancer. I don't think necromancy is illegal. I'm sure it isn't. Like, if I called the cops right now and I was like, is necromancy illegal? They'd be like, who is this? I'd be like, <laughs> I will be necromancer. Good night. You know what I mean? And then I'll just be raising the dead and shit. But, like, I'll only raise... Um, dead celebrities, so I can interview them on Bagged and Board and send them right back in because I have no one to talk to that week or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, folks, please welcome my guest, um, Orson Welles, and he's like, oh my god, the sweet gift of life. He's like, I'm back, and I'm like, so Orson, what was it like to fuck Rita Hayworth? And he's like, what? I was on the other side, and I'm like, what do you think? A Spider-Man trailer? You know what I mean? And then I just send them back to back along their way. Like, every time, every single one of them wants to, like, tell me about God and the afterlife, and I'm like, no, 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 shh. What was the first comic book you ever read? Do you, who do you prefer, Subnamor or Aquaman? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to hear about a white light. I don't want to hear about 
your dead pets, Orson. I want to know what you prefer, SNCC or TJF in its prime. You know what I mean? These are the questions that people want to hear about, especially from Beyond the Grave, because like that's an informed opinion. Well, not really. They get to watch as much TV as they want. Beyond the Grave is not an informed opinion. All right, in the hypothetical situation where ghosts exist and I can bring them back to my podcast, those people know everything. <laughs> like, you don't think I would... I, oh, I would love to interview, like, Thomas Jefferson. You know what I mean? And be like, dude, yeah. look at all this crazy shit. Like, we're talking in a fuck. Like, this is a microphone. That that would be the problem. If you go too early back in time, you'd never get over the microphone. <laughs> you'd spend an hour trying to explain what a fucking podcast... Like, freaking get a podcast, you have to explain electricity first. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I thought they they knew all this. That they knew all. Oh shit! You're right. In this hypothetical situation, they're like fucking. They're like dead guys in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Like they chill and they're like, "Smokey was the bandit." You know what I mean? Um. All right. Who would if you could interview any dead, any dead person in the world? Who would it be? I. I or you could I talk to any dead uh, person or meet any dead person. I'm gonna go with interview because I'm a podcaster by trade, Jesse. I don't know if you knew that about me. That's <laughs> what I do for a living. Now, who? Well, I feel like this is a very important question. Who would you deliver pizza we'll to? A lot about what my personality? What dead What dead person would you deliver pizza to if you could? <laughs> for going by jobs, I, Ingrid Bergman. You think she? You think he'd be a good tipper? <laughs> I don't know. If you could really pick any dead person in the world to meet, it would be Ingrid Bergman. Well, I mean, I just, I just off the top of oh, my head. You love movies so much, don't you, fucking Jesse? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say Thomas Bergman. Jefferson. I mean, I, I can read history books. I'll go Mark Twain. You know why? Why? I don't really think there would be much of an adjustment. <laughs> what do you mean? In terms of, and then I think people listening will get this. If you if you dug up fucking Je Thomas Jefferson and I started talking to him like this without dumbing it down or making it very old sounding, I think he would be fucking lost by the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Though Mark Twain has been dead for 100 years, I think that guy was smart and hip enough and cool enough to kind of flow with modern parlance. I think he would kind of get it right away. You know what I mean? Mark Twain was I, one of the, one of the most brilliant minds on the planet of, of all time. And so was Thomas Jefferson, for that matter. But just the difference is astounding between the 18 and the 1700s, you know? So I think if I were to talk to Mark Twain and explain a little bit about what's going on, I, I think he could fucking hang. Whereas Thomas Jefferson would just be screaming the whole time because there's lights on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, we went to the moon and now we don't go anymore for some reason? Wait, you're telling me we went to the moon, we walked around on it, and we were like, nah, we're good. And it took like 40 <laughs> years to get to that decision? Put me back in my box. And that was the way it ended on a topical note, because NASA just shut down, and I watch BBC News when I'm going to sleep at night. Uh, Jesse, this was fun, dude, huh? Yeah. Like old fucking times sake and stuff. Old days, old timey days. Well, not really that old, but yeah. <laughs> Well, every time I have you back on the show, you remind me of why I'm okay with the fact that we have some distance between us right now at this current juncture. I love, like, I love them. You're like that crazy recurring character on a TV show where you're like, I love him. I love him. I'm just glad he doesn't live in the house. 
if you, you know what I mean? But no, Jess, dude, uh, I honestly, you did me a huge favor, man. You're not, you don't love podcasting. I know that. And, uh, you really did me a solid by, by, by coming out on these shows. And you did, I think the fans and audience are solid too, because people were really clamoring for your return for some fucking reason. I don't know if you paid them or if you've threatened people physically, but people wanted to hear you on the show, man. And, uh, they just got my blatant sensuality. They just got two weeks in a row of it. Yeah, that's what it was. They needed some fucking spank bang <laughs> material. They're like, I haven't been able to jerk off to bag and boarded for like four or five months. It's been fucking weird. <laughs> I tried, just like, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry, folks. I, my my voice isn't fucking quite as as smooth as Jesse's, but at least I use mine. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that, Jess. Uh. I know you can't make a promise, but but maybe we'll chat with you when you're when you're driving cross country to your new destination, sir. Yeah, yeah, I, I can do something. Like I said, I just I don't know if I'll go for the whole hour. I, dude, I I will take a something from you as I, I that works for me, man. You know what I mean? Seal it in gold and send it to the the post office in the stars, sir. It's it's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, uh, a post Comic Con wrap up and, uh, and a chat with, uh, somebody at Golden Apple Comics. I don't know who, folks. I don't even know what I'm eating for lunch tomorrow. So we'll, we'll all figure it out as it goes along. But until then, thank you for listening. And as always, I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rivers. You fucked up again. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? <laughs> Up, oh, sneak attack. What's going on, folks? Matt Cohen here with a little bit of a uh, pimp corner action for you. Uh, that was Jesse Rivers again, my oft co-host. To check him out on the interwebs, follow him on Twitter at at Jesse Rivers, J E S S E R I V E R S. Uh, and hope, we hope to hear him back on this show very, very soon, possibly with an internet connection, but uh, maybe not. Uh, to find me on the internet, follow me on Twitter at CamelToad, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D. Check out CamelToadProductions.com. Check out all the other Smodcast Network shows, especially More Stories, which I have the honor of producing for Mr. Jay Moore. Uh, tons of stuff coming up this summer, folks. Lots of Biggs announcements. Yeah, Biggs. I'll pluralize whatever fucking word I want. Lot, tons of big guests or Biggs guests, if I want to go that route again. Uh, just a lot of stuff to get excited for. Keep on listening. Subscribe, comment, rate, love. Guys, go to a water park. Just do it. Just do it. All right? I don't even have any deep uh, moral for this week's episode. Just go to a water park. Say I sent you and just uh, live it the fuck up. Have a good week, kids. Bye. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.